Hello and welcome or welcome back to What's Up. What's Up is full of stuff for teens and kids. We have guest speakers, animal facts, room hacks, animal stories, laughs, and so much more. We will help you grow in your walk with the Lord. And we hope and pray you will enjoy this amazing season. We are almost positive you will love it. What's Up is still the Christian Dig Deep stuff, so don't think you're missing out, because you're only missing out if you don't listen to What's Up. Hey, you guys. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day, and I hope that this episode of What's Up makes your day even better. So I just wanted to get this right out in front because I know I haven't mentioned it in a while. TCP does have a messages section whenever you go to listen. I'm not sure where it pops up on your screen, but please leave us any messages, comments, questions, encouragement, or anything you want us to talk about on our next episode. Same thing goes for our brand new Instagram page. On our Instagram story, um, we daily, um, we will have questions about Bible verses or things you want us to talk about on our next episode. You can message us with any of those questions. And that Instagram is Teen Christian Podcast. So I have mentioned it a couple times. I know I mentioned it on my interview with Gal on her podcast, Gal's Podcast. That link is in one of my episodes, Meet My BFF, and you can check out her podcast. It's amazing. But she asked me what I was into, and I said I am addicted to horses. So if you're a horse lover out there, horse rider, horse owner, whatever, an amazing, great horse story that I really love. It's a classic, and it's called Unbroken by Jessica Hass. So I strongly suggest you check that out. So right now, I'm going to go over a verse, and I'm going to kind of break it down and tell you what I feel um, about the verse and totally go along with me and just listen to this verse and think about what it means to you. Okay, so it is Acts 1-8, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Acts 1-8. So um, I really just picked out a little part of it, and that was I chose the truth. You will be my witnesses. Um, So basically this truth is just really clarifies any doubt that God doesn't have a plan for us because he does, and whether we like it or not, we are part of that amazing plan. And I'm going to use this verse whenever I feel a lot of doubt And I need to remember that God has big plans for me. Now, how are you going to use this verse? Okay, so I was looking over our probably second um, TCP um, podcast episode. Gosh, I lost my train of thought for a second. Um, But that was the Gospels. What are the Gospels? And I got 562 hits, which is amazing because that's 562 Beautiful people reached by the gospel, or at least they learned the gospel. And I think you guys really like that because we got a really good, positive um, reaction to that when we dug deeper into the Bible and learned about the writers of the gospel. And if you haven't listened to that one, it's really good. Listen, you'll learn something, I promise. So I decided to go ahead and do something like that because I think that it's really cool to dig into the Bible and really understand things. So... 
this is the church councils in the 4th and 5th centuries. Because I think it's really, really, really interesting. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and walk you through a couple of them. So let's get into it. So I'm just going to go ahead and give you guys just a brief summary about what the conclusion was, what the issue was, what year it was, and a little bit about it. Then I'm going to go deeper into the issue, so just stay with me. Okay, all the churches had really different beliefs, which made the churches very controversial. Even in today's day and age, um, we churches have very controversial um, thoughts or beliefs or things like that um, that are very controversial, and that happened in the 4th and 5th centuries also. So let's look at the Council of Nicaea. The council was started in 325 AD and was the first church-wide council called by Emperor Constantine. So they were important because they had to deal with Arius. I will tell you about Arius's beliefs in just a second. And then there's the Council of Constantinople. It was the second church-wide council started in 381 AD. It was important because they made Jesus's divinity revisited. The Council of Ephesus was important because they put Nestorius back in his place. I'll tell you about Nestorius and his beliefs in just a second. The council was started in 431 AD and was the third church-wide council. So the Council of Nicaea was called into order by Emperor Constantine because of an issue. That issue was caused by a man named Arius. Arius had a belief called Arianism. It was a heretical belief that Jesus was created and his divinity was not equal to God the Father. But thankfully, this council stopped them. The result of this council was that the Nicene Creed was formulated. The Council of Constantinople established the doctrine of the Trinity and finalized the rejection of Arianism. The, this council met um, to make Jesus's divinity revisited. I talked about that just a little bit in the beginning. Um, the Council of Ephesus was made up of three assemblies and helped with church problems, especially helping out, helping put the beliefs of Nestorius to rest. The result of this council was that they clarified that Jesus was one person, not two in one. The council of Chalcedon met to clarify that Jesus was one person, but that he possessed both human and divine natures. It was also opposed monophysitism, that Jesus, the belief that Jesus only had one nature. The council of Nicaea help Christianity by proving and spreading the news that Jesus was made by the Father. They also formed the first of many Christian creeds. The Council of Constantinople was important to Christians now because of how they brought back the idea of Jesus also being divine. The Council of Ephesus has proved the truth of Jesus being three and one. And finally, the Council of Chalcedon has clarified the statement of Jesus having both divine and human natures. This is why these church councils are so important to Christianity today. So I know I talked a little fast in that essay um, that I wrote for a class, and I decided to read it for that because I think that it is really interesting. So just a tiny brief summary. You can re-listen to that three-minute segment of reading of that. I know I talked a little fast, so I'm sorry. But there are four truths that basically get um, emphasized in those, those church councils. So the number one truth is Jesus is one person. He's one person. Another truth is Jesus is fully God. Another truth is 
Jesus has two natures. And another truth is Jesus is fully human. It's where we it's where we get three in one, the Trinity, because he's one person with three different natures. So um, or three in one, excuse me, two natures, God and human. And um, three in one, Father, Son and Holy Ghost. So from now on on What's Up, I'm going to have favorite book and favorite song of the episode. So I've already mentioned the book. And now today, right now, my favorite song right now is going to be My Arms by Jen Ledger. It just came out and is such an amazing song. I play some of it on my Instagram story. Not sure if it's going to be down yet because Instagram stories only stay up for 24 hours. But be sure to check out that song. That's My Arms by Jen Ledger. Once again, check out our Instagram page at Teen Christian Podcast. You guys are amazing, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye.